Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is search this this is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day. Only about 13 minutes each time, but it's 7 days a week, keeps us in God's word and thereby helps us to stay strong and even grow stronger in our faith. Because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. I know we keep emphasizing that, but there are so many people who need to come to that understanding, that realization. You want to have stronger faith? You want to have strong faith, maybe to begin with. You've got to get into God's word. And that's what we strive to help people do every single day in today's Bible class sessions. Now, Share these short studies with people in your life, people you know, maybe even people you don't know right now. But share through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. Share with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with everybody you can. You may help somebody grow in their faith. You may help somebody start to focus on their soul's salvation. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. And it's really, this has been a kind of a three-week series, if you would. We began by looking at the reality that you got to make up your mind. Don't let the devil win in your life. And you can do that. You can make up your mind that you're not going to let the devil win. Now, this particular section of this study, we're taking a look at the same basic principle and reality through a more positive statement. You can beat the devil. You can beat the devil. Now, some people think, I, I can't do it. I can't, I can't stay out of sin. I, I just, you know, I had a fellow one time, he was a big guy, but I'm not talking about fat. He was a big, muscular guy, and you could tell he had lived a rough life. He had tattoos. He had not just on his arms and all. On his, he shaved his head, and the tattoos were on his head. And the way I came into contact with him, he had been in jail. But he'd gotten out. He had struggled with drugs and probably with alcohol as well. And he came out of jail and. And he was kind of on a work release program sort of basis. He could stay in his parents' home, but he had a, an anklet on his, on his, on his uh, uh, leg so that they could track him wherever he was. Now, not his parents, but the, author the authorities. So he was only able to go certain places and have to be at certain places at certain times and so on. But he was determined at that point. In fact, he told, he told my wife and I, I've, I've told some of my friends, uh, I love you and Jesus loves you, but, but I can't live that life anymore. You see, in jail, he had become a Christian. He had been baptized into Christ for the remission of his sins. But then later, after he got out of the work release program, after he was on his own and he was working a job and he was actually doing some work around the church building for us, he grabbed me one day and hugged me, and I mean bear hug, and he was crying. And he said, I, I can't stay off the drugs. He had given up. He moved away for a period of time. I lost track of him. And then ran into him in a rehab center where we were doing a Bible class. And there he was. And he was off the drugs. But he had slipped into 
alcoholism. But he was recovering from that. You see, the point of this particular conclusion to this series of studies is that you can beat the devil. You can beat the devil. He knows your weaknesses. He knows your weak spots. And he's going to hammer you at all of those on an ongoing basis. But God has promised you that he will be faithful in your life if you will walk with God faithfully. In 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13, remember the apostle Paul said, there is no temptation that has overtaken you except such as is common to man. So God's not going to let the devil throw some brand new temptation that nobody else has ever had to face, something that is completely new and, and, and going to overwhelm you and you pot, cannot possibly say no to it. God said no. The temptations the devil throws at you, he's thrown them at countless people throughout the generations, throughout the millennia. But in the middle of that verse, Paul says, but God is faithful. What a tremendous, what an encouraging statement. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond your means, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. God assures you, you can beat the devil. Now, he does not say, I'm going to stop the devil from throwing any kind of temptation at you whatsoever. He just says, I'll be faithful to you as long as you're faithful to me. Now, that's not just a statement. It's not just a warm, fuzzy feeling. It's a lifestyle, a lifestyle of consistent obedience and dedication. As long as you're faithful to me, I'll be faithful to you, and I will not let you be tempted by any temptation that is so powerful that you can't possibly walk away from it. He says, I'll always make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. In that verse, in that assurance, God is saying, you can beat the devil with my help. With my help. I want us to look at Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. What a great text this is. Romans chapter 8, and I want to begin reading with verse 31, and then we're, we're going to drop down a bit. So in verse 31, the Apostle Paul says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? You're talking about God who is all-powerful. Now that means all-powerful. Jesus put it this way in Luke chapter 1 and verse 37. He said, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible for God. If God, who is all-powerful, is for us, who can be against us? I've talked in the past and through some of my lessons about my big brother. And I was just a little kid when, when, I, when, when my big brother had gone off to be a paratrooper in the Army. 101st Airborne, screaming eagle, jumped out of airplanes, parachuted. <laughs> Not for me, <laughs> but that's what he wanted to be. And he did that. And he was a tough guy. He had been a tough guy before he ever enlisted in the Army. Kind of a semi-street kid. He was a tough guy, but he was a Christian. But my big brother, when I was with him, no fear, because I knew he could take care of me. I was safe with him. Well, Paul is saying, 
if God, who's a lot bigger, a lot more powerful, in fact, all-powerful, far beyond my, what my big brother was in my little boy perception, if God is for us, if he's walking with us as we walk with him, then who can be against us? And that's a rhetorical question. The answer is understood in the question. Nobody can stand against us successfully because God, who is all-powerful, is there with us and for us, and he's going to take care of us, and he assures us, you can beat the devil with my help. Now, let's drop down to verse 35, Romans chapter 8. goes into more detail. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Uh, Remember, the devil will use all kinds of challenging situations that pop up in your life to try to lead you into sin and thereby away from God. But here's the rhetorical question again. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ through any of these challenges? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We're more than conquerors. Not just conquerors, Paul says. We're more than conquerors. In and of our own ability, by ourselves, on our own? No, no. Through him who loved us. Through Christ, through God. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul says, let me assure you. And boy, Paul had gone through some stuff when he wrote this. Nothing can separate you from the love of God, from the love of Christ, as long as you're walking with God in faithful obedience. Remember James chapter 4 and verse 8? Draw near to God, he will draw near to you. With God, there is nothing that is impossible. God is all-powerful. If God is for us, who can be against us? Well, so when Peter says, be on guard, that devil out there, he is your gravest, most deadly, most determined enemy, and he's like a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. Uh, You can resist him as long as you stay steadfast in the faith. And God will be faithful to you as you're faithful to him and never allow you to be tempted beyond your ability to bear the temptation and say, no, he'll always make a way of escape. 1 Peter 5, verses 8 and 9, and 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13. God will give you the victory over the devil. Now, Peter could personally relate to this because Peter had been himself worked over by the devil. On the night of his betrayal, Jesus warned Peter, his apostle, that the devil was going to sift him like wheat. Luke chapter 22 and verse 31. Yeah, he said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you. Oh, he wants you that he may sift you as wheat. That is a chilling image 
He wants to sift you like wheat. He's going to work you over. Now, Peter told, told Jesus, I'll never deny you. Jesus said, nah, before the cock crows in the morning, you'll deny me three times. And he did. But Peter repented of that and came back to faithfulness and dedication and obedience. Became a great leader as well as an apostle in the Lord's church. A shaker and a mover, if you might want to think of it that way. A great example for all of us. You see, Peter learned that even though he had stumbled badly along the way, that he could beat the devil. And whatever might be in your past, and you say, you don't know what things I've done, I don't know, but God knows. And he still says, you can beat the devil with God's help. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for assuring us. Thank you for promising us that we can beat the devil, not by ourselves, but with your help, through your deliverance, through Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for sending him to the cross as our Savior to pay the price for the guilt of our sins and to bring us the message of the gospel through which we can be victorious over the devil and have that home with you in heaven forever. Praise be to you, Father. Praise be to you. Please forgive us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.